Welcome to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where I discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, a health and wellness coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, a blessed ambassador where we share a need and need a need, founder of Cosmic Sweets, Herbal Potions, and Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I use my life experience of overcoming a life of abuse to help people just like you discover your own unique path to healing and happiness. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Everybody, I am so happy to be back. In case some of you don't know, I skipped out on creating any podcast videos, pretty much anything, and all across my businesses. I like basically took April off, if you will. It almost seems like. And this, everything that I've recently experienced ties in with today's topic. Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I, you know, really wanted to talk about that. And I feel like what I've been experiencing these past few weeks, um, the month of April, I just feel like it's really important. It's very powerful. And I want to share it with you. So I'm just going to get right into it. So come Easter, my my entire family got sick. And we're very, very healthy. So it's rare that we get sick. But this panned out for a week because, you know, one baby got sick, then the next one, then my son, or actually it was my husband that got sick first. And then I got it when everyone else was starting to be on the mend. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, if you're a parent and you have kids, what what happens, like one person gets sick, you all get sick. And we've agreed, my husband and I, that when one of us gets sick, we're going to start that, that protocol, which is start taking garlic, start taking elderberry, you know. Um, just hopping up on vitamin C and all the supplements that can just, you know, knock out whatever it is that we caught. But we forgot. (laughs) And so that's why I feel, you know, all of us ended up getting it. And that was very, very challenging. Um, I was really upset because I noticed something about myself Not that I didn't know it before, but it was just, I feel like God is bringing it to light for me. And what that is, is impatience. Because I have so many projects, so many things that are on the horizon, so many things that I'm looking forward to doing. And I felt like I could not afford to lay down and be sick. And day after day after day, and I was starting to get really upset. It was affecting me in a bad way. And it's like, I got to do these things. I can't be sick. Why is this happening to me? Like I I couldn't make sense of it. And so that happened. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not in the best mood. So I'm getting into it with my husband, my poor husband. (laughs) He's, 
<laughs> he's such a trooper, seriously. Um, and I remember um, on Sunday, it wasn't this past Sunday, it was a Sunday before, I wanted to go to church because we hadn't gone. And I was like, with everything that's going on, we need Jesus. Like, you know, like, let's go to church. I want to worship. I want to be around people. I want to get prayer, all the things, right? So I get back on track. And I'm not kidding you. I had the hardest time ever. Now, granted, I was extra hormonal that week, my PMS week. And um, I feel it's important to share that men and women alike, because as a man, men need to understand what us women go through and women, you know. <laughs> so I'm wondering if my hormones were affecting me and my ability to be patient, to trust in God and to understand all these things. But I just was having the hardest time in the world. So I had this eagerness to get my butt to church. And I'm telling you, and I'm going to be real and raw. I'm going to be vulnerable with you guys. I was literally sitting on my floor of my closet crying because I couldn't find something to wear. That's how much of a hard time I was having. I don't know why I didn't just get on my knees and play worship music and surrender to God. I don't know why I didn't do these things. It's like, I have these tools, right? I know what to do. Why am I having such a hard time? I had to ask my 14 year old son to help me find an outfit. I kid you not. It's, it's, you know, it's almost embarrassing to say, but you know what? I, I just want to be real and raw and vulnerable with you guys to let you know I've gone through so much healing and I'm in a very good place, but I'm a human, you know, and there's layers, you know, things are going to continue to come up for us. We are healing for our entire lives. So I'm still going to probably have more episodes in the future, but now I feel like through this experience, God has taught me to remember, to trust him, to go to him, to have a protocol. So that way, when something happens, boom, I want my family to surround me in prayer. Um, if they're having a hard time, I want to surround them in prayer, whatever it is that I have to do. I didn't even put on makeup that day. I... I think I, maybe I straightened my hair or maybe I didn't like I did the bare minimum that I normally do when I go out. Um, I had, I took a shower, I got dressed and I dragged my butt to church, but I'm telling you, there were so many things that prevented me from getting there. I'm telling you, it was like the enemy was at my ankles. And as I'm learning more and more about my faith and everything, I see things more from a spiritual sense. So when I was looking at that, that's how I view it. It's like, I, I believe I came into agreement with the enemy. I started believing all of these negative things, all these negative thoughts, and he had a hold on me. It felt like he had my ankles and he wouldn't let me go. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my butt to church. And so on the way there, I noticed there's not enough gas in my car. Oh my if you can only imagine, I'm not proud of it, but I was cursing up a storm. I was so angry. I was so pissed off. I was mad at my husband. I was like, why? Why? Is <laughs> one thing after another. I'm sure you guys can relate. You've had those days, right? So I'm like, can't even think straight. I'm trying to drive. I have my children in the car, you know, because they're coming with me to church. So I stop and normally we gas up at Costco because it's cheaper, but there was a random gas station there. I went to go gas up 
my card wouldn't work. Why in the world is my card not working now? So I'm so angry. So I have to go inside to the store and I'm not in a very happy mood. Like I do not want to interact with other people because I know I, I just, I can't be nice. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to be rude to anybody, but I went in there and I just, that was the first thing I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm having the hardest day. And I, I just was honest with her and poor thing. She, I think she felt for me and um, she had to run my card. I'm, I kid you not. What was it? Like five, seven times. It would not work. Why is this happening? And I just, oh my gosh. So eventually I got gas. I got to the church. I went there. This wonderful girl, Dakota, shout out to Dakota. She happened to see me. She came over to me because I was early and I was sitting in one of the rooms and she just came and I just, you know, poured my heart out to her and she gave me such a wonderful hug and it made me feel good. And oh, um, on the way to church, I remember I asked God, God, I need to talk to somebody. I need help. Who do I go to? There was a couple people I knew of, but I was, I felt unsure. So I remember asking God, who is it that you want me to talk to? Who's going to be there for me? Who can help me? Who's going to give me the right words that I need in this present moment? And a vision of this woman's face popped into my head. Um, I know her name now. Her name is Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Uh, but I didn't remember her name then. She's a part of a church connect group that we meet up together for prayer. So I've seen her before. I know of her and her face popped into my head. And I said, okay. So after I spoke to Dakota, um, church was about to start. And I remember they had the prayer cards. So I left my kids in the little play area and I went to go get a prayer card. And I saw that woman, Amanda, sitting in the back of the church. She wasn't sitting in the, in the, chairs, you know, up front, she was sitting way in the back with her husband. So basically she was available. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, God. So maybe he does want me to talk to her, but I didn't. And she saw me. And after the fact, she told me that she could sense I didn't look right. Like there was a heaviness about me. Um, so I took the prayer card. I went back to the playroom with my kids, wrote it out. Then <clears throat> I went back. We were going to start heading over to, to um, the church to go sit down with my family. And I saw her there and I just felt this pull. I just felt this pull. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to listen. So I went over there and I stood right in front of her and I had my two little ones. Um, I forget where my older son was, my 14 year old, but I had my two little ones with me and I'm walking over there and I literally just stood in front of her and I was like, hi. Um, um, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't really know what to say. Like I, I didn't know what to say. It was the weirdest thing. And she's just sitting there looking at me like, what's going on? So she's so sweet. Love this woman. So she was like, you know what? Let, let, let's go talk. And she sent, she came with me to a private room and we started talking and I just poured everything out. I told her I was crying. I told her everything. She prayed for me. She gave me such amazing advice you know, that message at church when I went to the 11 o'clock service, it was beautiful. And all I can tell you is that when I came out of church that day, I was elated. I felt fulfilled. I felt renewed. And on the way to church, I didn't even care about the clouds, the sky. Like I hated everything. Everything was just blah. But when I left on my way home, it was like I was paying attention to the clouds. I was grateful for the sun shining. It was a beautiful day. And I was full of so much gratitude. 
So basically what I got from that whole freaking experience was that I need to trust in God more. And I think it was a, a really good lesson. There's a lot of lessons interwoven in there, uh, but it was really, really important. And I, and I truly believe that this was all happening because God is refining me as I step further into my purpose, into my, what I believe is my God-given calling. Uh, my affirmation is that I am God's faithful, empowering vessel for the world. Um, this podcast, I do everything I can to speak from the heart, to speak about things that I feel that people out there need to know, to spread the truth about holistic health, healing, and all about helping others. That's what the Bless app is all about. You know, it's why I'm proud to be a Bless ambassador because Terry Eusebi is the chief blesser of Bless and she is just on this amazing godly journey with what she's doing. And if you don't know about the Bless app, I'll put a link in the description box. You want to check it out. It's amazing. You share a need and you meet a need. And it's not just about monetary value. No, it's not just money. It's not like a GoFundMe. She actually encourages people. If you're going up there and you're asking for anything, help with anything, you are encouraged to help another person in a way, any way that you can. I mean, people, I think, underestimate the power of simply being a listening ear. And I've seen that on the Bless app. So many people are so incredibly grateful just because they had somebody who genuinely cares to sit there without judgment and just hear them and perhaps offer some advice if that's what happens, but just to be a listening ear. So it's such a beautiful app. It's such a beautiful thing that she's doing. So I encourage you to learn more about that and maybe you can become a blessed ambassador yourself. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, some value I wanted to give you so you can do this right now, today, when you have time. So what I've learned in writing my book and all of my continued research is that when any time in our lives, when we've experienced any type of abuse or any type of traumatic experience, and we did not honor our emotions, whatever that looked like, if it was crying because we were hurt, if it was anger, whatever that was, if we didn't allow ourselves to experience and honor the emotions from whatever happened, we naturally suppress those emotions and they become buried within us in our subconscious. And we keep those emotions suppressed. And my belief from everything I've learned and experienced is that these emotions, um, they become buried. And as you go through life, imagine everything that happens after that, more abuse, more traumatic experiences. And a lot of times we aren't even aware that it was abusive. We're not even aware that it was traumatic for us. We're so busy these days that we experience something, have emotions and we tuck it away. But what we're really doing is caring and collecting. Imagine wearing a backpack. We just keep putting bricks in there bricks, different sizes. Some are bigger than others. And we just keep filling up this backpack. And then we wonder why we're so weighed down, why we're tired, why we're this, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually. We just can't get a grip. We're just all, oh my gosh, you know? So on my healing journey, what I did was I experienced what I call a trauma release ritual, an emotional trauma, traumatic emotional release ritual. Um, and what that looks like, and this is what I, I want to share with you, you can do this. Now, I encourage people to first create a timeline of their life, because like I mentioned, a lot of times we don't really realize what we're carrying inside of us. So you can be as elaborate as you want, 
You can go somewhere, go to a beach house, you can go to a room, whatever that looks like for you. But make sure it's quiet, spend time with yourself, play some healing music, worship music, whatever resonates with you. Um, high vibrational music would, would be my suggestion. And um, maybe essential oils you're diffusing, whatever you can do to create a beautiful, calming space for yourself and just start writing. You are going to revisit your past. I, I recommend, you know, draw, drawing a simple line, start from your birth and just think. And whatever memories pop up for you, you want to write those down. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Everything. Just start jotting it down. Um, you could spend an hour. You can spend a day. You can continue adding to this all week. It's really what, however you really want to do it. So for me, what I did is I did my timeline for my book because I wanted to make sure everything was in chronological order. And I opted to write about my mother. Now, I spit everything out. I ugly cried. I actually sat right here. And I typed it because I'm a faster typer and I had a lot to get out. And I, it's almost like you're doing an emotional dump. Um, so when you have your timeline, pick one area, and you could do this several times, pick one incident and write about it. Do that emotional dump. Act like you're writing to this person or speaking of this event. Again, make it your own, whatever works for you. Mine, I was just talking about how I can't believe you weren't there for me, da 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 this and that, you know, like. I wrote the letter as if I was talking to her because I can't speak to her. She's the type of person that she just, she just closes off. She shuts down. She doesn't hear anything. So I've never been able to pour my heart out and I needed to do that. So when I did that, it felt so good because I was honoring my emotions. And so after that, <clears throat> after you honor your emotions, what you can do is after you write that out and you're honoring your emotions, then you want to prepare for the release. And this is important uh, you can either burn it or you can rip it up. I chose to burn it because I just, I, I really liked that. So you can have a, a fireplace, a toilet, like be safe, please. But you can also, you know, rip it up. So you want to read it aloud. Now you can have people, a support group. You can have a spouse, a friend, somebody that you genuinely trust. That's not going to judge you. That's going to support you and lift you up. Okay. And, or, or by yourself alone with God, bring him into it. Make this work for you. And you want to stand and read this aloud. It's important to read it aloud. We have power in our words. So, ooh, here's an idea too that I just thought of. If you have a picture of this person and you wrote it about that person, you can actually have that picture and make it like you're speaking to this person to say all those things that you wanted to do. I didn't get to do that. Um, hey, I could do it again <laughs> and do this with a picture. Um, that's a really good idea. I'm so glad I thought of that. Um, so when you're reading this aloud, you can go through a process where you state something along the lines of, I now release you. You no longer have power over my life. Make this work for you. You can use my words, use what words that resonate with you, but you're basically declaring, I am going to release this. This no longer has power over my life. And then you want to affirm gratitude. Um, thank you for the lessons that I learned from this experience and state what those are. Think about that. And I'll give you an example. So my mother was not the best mother, but because she wasn't the best mother, what I learned from all of that pain, all of that suffering is that I need to be there for my children. I learned that I needed to be a healthy minded mother 
for my children. I learned how important it is to allow your children to have a voice because I didn't have one. So I learned so many things from that experience. And when you affirm gratitude for something ugly that you may have experienced in your past that was hurtful, it opens up your heart to forgiveness. And it's such a beautiful, freeing feeling. Just understanding what she did was so wrong on so many levels. But you know what? I got something out of it. Thank you, mom. Thank you. I understand that you did the very best you could with what you learned, the role model that your mother was to you. And I know for a fact that my grandmother, her mother, was not the best mother to her. Perhaps her mother wasn't that good to her, but I know certain things about her. So it makes sense. And that's also a clue that there's generational trauma there. My, I'm carrying stuff from my mother, from my grandmother and so forth. And I think that's why for me, there's layers that keep coming up for me about my mom. And I'm like, I've already forgiven her. Why is this coming up? It's layers. So even if you ever think I've already done the forgiveness piece, sometimes you just got to do it again. So just do it, get rid of it. And the other thing is sometimes you want to also practice um, self-forgiveness because with all the abuse and everything that I experienced in my life, I made some pretty horrible choices that just brought on more abuse, more trauma, more pain, but I just didn't know any better. And I realized I did the best that I could at the time with all the info I had at the time, with what I knew. And it wasn't a lot. So I did my best. I can't be mad at myself for not knowing. It wasn't for me to know. My parents, you know, were the ones that were responsible for me, you know. So, you know what? I released that. I don't need to carry that pain. I don't need to have this hanging over my head that I don't deserve to be, that I'm unworthy, you know, that I, I, I deserve to carry this pain. No, those are all lies. Those are just negative lies, you know. And so, no, no more. You know, and if, if you're a believer, you know, you can even state, you know, repentance, you know, say, Lord, I'm uh, forgive me for um, coming into agreement with the enemy, you know, because I believe that's what those are. The, the enemy tries to trick us and, and all that. But no. So you declare your release and anything else that you feel that comes to you that you want to say, you say it, you know. And after releasing energy like this, um, you'll, you may feel very drained. I know I did. Um, it's something that happens. Um, some people have said like movement is really good. Uh, maybe a stretch, um, whatever you feel like doing, but be gentle with yourself, listen to your body and definitely hydrate. Especially if you've been doing a lot of crying, you definitely want to take care of your body. You want to hydrate. And then I recommend resting, just rest and journal. Just journal, write down everything that comes up for you after this, because that could be more information that you can use to further along your healing journey. You know, you can use that. Um, other things may come up for you as well. Um, I don't know if I would recommend to, to do a release for several things all at once. Um, everybody's different. Some people get headaches immediately. Some just feel drained and sleepy. So you got to feel what works for you. Maybe do one a day. Um, just be gentle with yourself as you release this stuff and you just get rid of it. And when you do that, I'm telling you, you will feel different. You will feel the shift. 
So this is something you could take home and do today. Um, I'm so excited to announce that I'm working on having a live workshop here locally in Utah. And this is something that I'm going to do with everyone that's there. It's going to be small and intimate, maybe 10 to 12 people. And we're going to do this in person and create a very beautiful, safe healing environment. And it's just so beautiful when I see it, like I'm, it's going to come to life. So like I said, I have so many amazing projects that I'm working on and that I'm doing. And I'm just so excited to bring, you know, more information and more healing because we do not deserve to be weighed down by all this pain. It's not ours to carry. You know, yes, people did things to us. Yes, it was wrong. But you know what? They're out there living their lives. I don't think they're thinking about us. They're not thinking about how they hurt us. They're not thinking about what they did. But we're over here carrying this pain and it's affecting, negatively affecting all areas of our life. No, no, we do not deserve that. You do not deserve that. You deserve to be free from that. Let that stuff go. Get it out of your system so you can rise. The more you release, the more trauma you release, the more, you know, trapped emotions you release, the higher you rise. This positively affects you mentally, physically, and spiritually. So I really encourage you to try that. And I just wanted to also share more about the Bless app. Um, so those of you can learn and know, this is what's on their website. Born out of passion for helping others, BLESS is designed for humanity. It's where needs are shared, hearts are touched, help is given, and lives are changed, and people come together. Share a need, meet a need, uniting humanity through the power of BLESS. So I hope you'll learn more about that. And if you want to learn more about these live workshops, I encourage you to register your email on my website at tiffanypatlin.com. I will be updating everything and I will be sharing more about that as that time comes. And if this, any of this that I, I talked about today resonated with you, by all means, um, comment below. Uh, if you have any questions, comment below. I'm here for you. And just thank you to everybody that's watching live and on replay. And just remember, you have the power within you to heal, hence unlocking your ability to heal. <laughs> okay, guys, that's enough for me. I will see you next week. We will have an amazing guest to talk more about um, trauma and all the good stuff for Mental Health Month. And just know that I'm always here for you. And I'm Tiffany Patlin signing off until the next episode. Bye, everybody.